1: This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam's Droid, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week six in the Premier League. Chris, we got Europa League. We got Europa Conference League going on right now. I had to tell Chris to turn down his volume because he had the Liverpool game turned up to the max. Uh we got Liverpool up 2-1, though. How do you feel about Liverpool right now? You told me that they're gonna win uh four
2: titles just before we started here. Let's just say the quadruple, it's still on. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do have the the game going on in the background here it, the The TV is like across my basement here, so I, I kind of have to have it cranked because I can you know i'm I'm looking at it. it's not totally clear. I gotta have the volume up. but yeah, uh, Dad Adam here hopped on and let me know that I had my volume way too loud and I had to mute it. so we're good now. two one went down one hour early. Uh, so I thought the quadruple was off, but it's back on. Uh, it's back. so yeah, here we are. we're gonna you know we're we have I think Astonville is down. I didn't see how Brighton's doing. But uh, yeah, we got to uh, – Are they playing today? Uh, but uh, yeah, huge week, man. Huge week. Game week six. We've got what North London derby. We've got a West Ham Liverpool game on Sunday. That Sunday's that Sunday slate with about four games. I think right in there is going to be maybe it's three games. Going to be really fun. Chelsea Aston Villa. Um, yeah, then you know, of course, of course a, a three game slate. No early game on Saturday. It's a it's a later later game. So I you know. I've been looking forward to this week all week or this weekend all week. I'm I got the house to myself. Um, I'm going to, you know, I got a huge weekend and for the, for the long time listeners of the show, I will be smoking a chicken Sunday, <laughs> getting ready for, uh, I was going to ask, you know, smoking
1: look, some birds.
2: I'll have the grill firing at about five 45 getting, you know, charcoal is going to start then kickoffs at 6 a.m. my time, you know, maybe a cheeky morning pint, you know, we'll have the chicken on the grill once the grill's hot, <laughs> Packers play at 10 a.m. I'll we'll have the chicken wow. off the smoker by like, you know, probably nine at nine o'clock, nine 30, yeah. turn it into some nachos. Who knows? You know, maybe a chicken salad sandwich. The possibilities are endless for this weekend. I couldn't be more excited.
1: The life of someone on the West coast, you know, I got a game at 9 a.m. and then the Packers at 10 a.m. And then at 1 p.m. My day is going to be over and I'm going to be full and, that's it. The day is over at one p.m. Siesta, yo. The the, the day never <laughs> yeah. stops. I'm in bed sure. by eight
2: thirty. You know, it's <laughs> kind of an ideal Sunday for me.
1: Doesn't sound too bad, actually. It Doesn't sound too bad. I'd <laughs> like to be in bed at at eight thirty, but no, no. But we got we got game week six in the Premier League. Uh, we're not talking about that Liverpool West Ham match, but we got a couple others. We got a couple uh, different teams. We we always got to mix it up. We always got to you know keep keep these teams equal that we talk about. We can't focus on one certain team, but rotowire.com slash soccer. We got Fantrax rankings up. We got FPL rankings. We got waiver wire pickups. We got all this stuff. We're going to have some more stuff as well. Check that out, rotowire.com slash soccer. And I'm going to be pulling up our odds on our betting page. Soccer betting page, you just got to go to sports betting, then to soccer. Pretty self-explanatory here. But, Chris, we don't want to talk about the past. The past does not matter. We're only looking ahead. It's been a difficult season, but I can sense that the next 33 weeks are going to be really good. They're going to be really good next 33 uh, game weeks that we got ahead of us. But the first match we're talking about, we got Luton Town. I believe they're your second favorite squad here. Luton Town are at home against Wolverhampton. You can get Luton Town at plus 225 to win. Wolverhampton are plus 130. Draw is plus 240. And then over two and a half goals, plus 100. Under two and a half goals, minus 120. I'm getting those odds at DraftKings, but... As always, you can go to the betting page and find some different odds. Really, no massive injury issues for either team, and that's 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 kind of it. Uh, Loon had these guys out for a while. Aitneri came up with a minor issue last weekend, but I believe he's fine. If not, Hugo Bueno would start. Uh, Bellegarde got his first start for Wolverhampton last week. It's going to remain in there. Um, that's 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 about it. These are these are two teams that haven't really rotated too much this season outside of a, a couple positions. But what do you got here? Do you – are you betting on Luton Town to win their their first match and get some points here?
2: Uh, I'm a a no for that one, I'm going to say. They have – I mean, they've only played – only four games, right? We're on game week six. They must have had that one off, I think. Yeah,
1: game week two, their home stadium was not
2: ready. All right. right. Against
1: Burnley. Yeah,
2: yeah i I don't I, i'm not i'm not on them here. Wolverhampton, I, you know it's they they're they're playing better than we thought originally than than our, our preseason futures pod kind of predicted. But I still don't think they're great. But I, I will say I think they're you know kind of considerably better than Ludentown is. Ludon, uh, four games, four losses. They've scored two goals in four games. They've given up seven what was it not ten ten goals? Am I seeing that correctly? Um, you know. No mathematician here, but over two goals a game, that's not going to do it for most Premier League teams. Wolverhampton on the other side. They do have the, is it one Premier League win? They beat Wolves, uh, or excuse me, they beat Everton. Um, That was at Everton. They most recently lost to Crystal Palace 3-2, and then uh, Liverpool was the, the, most recent game that was uh 3-1 last weekend. They do look a bit a bit better than I suspected, but um I'm kind of it's tough for me to be like, okay, yeah, Luton Town, they're at this one's at home for them at the Kenny against a Wolves team who I think is just considerably more talented. I had a couple I had a couple thoughts on this one. Um I Luton, as I mentioned, giving up a ton of goals. Wolves have been in a, a couple games where there's been a ton of goals too. Um, four in the last in the last game, five in the game before that, and then um, five when they got smoked by uh, uh, by Brighton. Uh, I think that was two weeks earlier. So a lot of a lot of goals in that one. I was thinking both teams to score. Um, unfortunately, yes is minus one forty five, but the no is is uh, is plus 115 I'm not on that I originally thought over two and a half is plus 100 you're getting even odds there I think you know just consider what's what's going on in, in both their games we I should we should suspect like a 2-1 maybe a, a maybe a a 2-0 um so for that reason I'm actually going to go on something that I think is a little bit easier than the over two and a half you're not ex- if Luton doesn't score maybe Wolves can win this one 2-0 um so I'm on Wolverhampton T uh, team total goals over one and a half so that you're going to need Wolves to score two goals against Luton. That's plus plus one twenty. I think it's slightly safer than the over two and a half. I don't know that Luton's going to be able to find the back of the net. I mean, that's my biggest concern. I think Wolves will, will be fine to score two goals. Hence why I'm going on that one. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at Wolves over two, one and a half goals in this match. You don't have to bet the money line in case Luton, you know, does something crazy. Okay. And, so that's, that's, you're kind of avoiding that in this bet, but you're also, that's what I was going
1: to ask, yeah.
2: Expecting them to, expecting Wolf to score two goals. So you, you just avoid that and you get the plus 120 odds. Uh, but yeah, that's, I'm not picking it. I, if I had to pick Moneyline, I would, you know, uh, given everything that I said, I would go with Wolves, but I'm on the over one and a half goals.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the money line is one plus 130, and you seem pretty confident in Wolverhampton, but uh, I do feel you, confident. You don't want to get screwed by, By what happens here.
2: Especially away. You know, know, weird stuff happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you... Is this a bet against Luton Town, or is this a bet on Wolverhampton?
2: Uh, You like
1: the way Wolverhampton are playing so much that this is why you're betting them, or are you just looking at Luton Town?
2: I'm just... I'm just looking at the fact that Luton Town's given up ten goals in four games, and and Wolves, you know, despite dropping a bunch, of, uh, maybe not having the best start of the season, that they still can score goals. I don't think Luton's Luton's gonna be able to keep them out of two goals. So yeah, it's 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 definitely not a Luton Town bet. It's a Wolves bet. Hence, okay. Wolves over one and a half. It and like I said, money line. I mean, if I had to make a money line bet at that plus one thirty, I would go Wolves. I, but you know. We've talked about it time and time again on this pod. And it, winning away in the Premier League is really, really hard.
1: Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's why I'm going Luton Town here. I got uh, going with the going with my squad, the Hatters. I got Luton Town to win either half at plus 105. So that means maybe they're going to go up one nil, win the first half, or maybe they go down two nil in the first half and then score one goal. Maybe they lose two one, but they win the second half one nil. That's what this bet is. Luton Town to win either half. So this is the second home match for Luton Town. That first home match against West Ham, I I believe it was a Friday match. I watched pretty much all of it. Um, It was their opening home match. I had a corners bet on that one. It hit. I had a double chance on that one. It didn't hit. But looking at the numbers here. So basically West Ham, they did what they do. They got a couple goals off the counter. And that was kind of it. Luton Town had expected goals of 1.47. They had 16 shots in nine corners. This is their first home match against, you know, a West Ham team that they're playing in Europa League right now. They've had a solid start to the season. And that expected goal total actually should have been about 2.4 because – I don't know if you remember, but James Ward-Prowse uh, had a handball in the box that was reviewed, and for some reason it wasn't called. Uh, it probably should have been a 2-2 result, should have been a draw for Lutontown. So you look at that match, and it's like, okay, Luton Town first home match, they played pretty well from open play, about 1.5 XG. Could have gotten an equalizer at the end, probably should have with the PK. Now you got Wolverhampton. Are we sold on Wolverhampton? yet? Yeah, I'm not sure I'm sold. They had, to, you know, it seems like every team has a good first 10, 20 minutes against Liverpool. So I'm not even sure you can take away oh,
2: definitely.
1: what happened in, in last week's game. And then their lone win was against against Everton. It's like, okay, well, how much can we take away from that game? I, I think if we not even going to look at the stats here, but I'm pretty sure we'll, Wolverhampton didn't have a corner in that game. Um, and then they got a late goal. I remember that one because I lost a bet on it, but I'm not entirely sure about this Wolverhampton team, even though I do know they have a win here. So I think that Lutontown playing at home, whether it's the first half, whether it's the second half, I think they can win one of these halves. And I'm getting plus odds on it. Instead of taking, you know, the plus 220 for Lutontown to win, which may might be a stretch here, uh, I'll just take either half and maybe – Maybe they're ahead and lose it, or maybe they're behind and get a goal. So there you go, Chris. Uh, you don't like Luton Town, but what do you like this bet?
2: Yeah, interesting bet. I mean, I like that you have options here. You know, you're not like – it's not a money line, but it's not a – it's one half or the other. It's either, it's either half. So, you know, like you said, could they could just get an uh, early goal or or just like, you know, be down 3-0, 3-0 and a half and, and pull one back late for a, like a 1-0. Um, in the second half in this bit, bat hit. So you – certainly not – I don't think we've done a bet like this in the past, um, at least not one that I, I can remember so. in the past two seasons. But, yeah, this, this one's certainly interesting, and you have the options here. So, like I said, Wolves go up early. You know, maybe the first half's kind of a crapshoot for them, but they can still pull one back, and, and, it's, and it's a decent and, – and you get the result.
1: On the downside, uh, it could be, you know, 0-0. Zero, zero. One one both halves, and then it just doesn't hit. Or they'd lose one nil each half or something. But you know, I think they're at home. I think I think they're gonna get at least one goal. So if I think they're gonna get at least one goal, why not just take them to win one of these halves? Because I think Luton Town over uh, half a goal is like minus. I can look it up really quickly. I think it's minus. It's minus two eighty five for Luton Town to score. So if they're minus two eighty five yeah. to score. I mean. Uh, as we just said, uh, they could score in either one of these halves. They could either one of these halves. So we're going to plus odds on it. I like it. I like it a little bit. I wouldn't say I like it a lot, but I like it a little bit. And it's my bet here. So Chris has Wolves over one and a half goals at plus 120. And I got Luton Town to win either half at plus 105. Next game we're talking about, we have Brighton, our home against Bournemouth. And as we're talking right now, we're talking Thursday at about 2.30 Eastern. Brighton just released their lineups for Today's uh, Europa Europa League match, yeah, and
2: Europa. Aston um, in Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so Brighton just released their lineups. They're playing against Athens. Yes, this is Europa League. Yeah. Um, so we just got that right when our show started here. But pretty much all the guys who missed out last week, they're back. Estupiñan uh Salih march all these guys are back ansu fati is getting his first his first start for him uh, on thursday so it seems like i mean i'm talking about the lineups here but Deserbi is a guy who's going to rotate so i'm not even sure talking about rotate rotation matters a ton here i mean we saw what they put out against manchester united and beat manchester united with last week uh, i think that's pretty important as for bournemouth i'm not sure any of these guys are going to be coming out i doubt coming back i don't think tyler adams is ready but We got Brighton at minus 265 to win at home. Bournemouth are plus 700. And then you got the draw at plus 450. And then this one is going to be a bit of goals here. So we have over three and a half goals is minus 110. Under three and a half goals is minus 115. That's a pretty big number. Some numbers you don't normally see in the Premier League here. So three and a half goals and both those odds are even. So a lot of goals here. Chris, Brighton are at home. Bournemouth have been, Bournemouth have been okay. I, I wouldn't say they, you know, they've really done anything that exciting under Andoni Iraola, their new manager. It's supposed to be, you know, some more attacking kind of thing, but we saw last week score the draw against Chelsea. I guess okay, they got a point, but uh, I think this is an interesting matchup just because of the way Brighton play and the way that Andoni actually wants Bournemouth to play. I uh, should also mention Marcus uh, Tavernier got his first start of the season last week as well, and he's back from injury. So what do you got here? Can Bournemouth get at least a
2: goal in this spot? I would say, yeah. I mean, Brighton's played five matches, and they've given up a goal in every single match. So I'd, I'd them Bre- Bournemouth's scoring is totally in the realm of possibilities. I mean, the, the goal, the total goals are pretty clear that uh, the odds makers think that there's going to be multiple um Brighton in the first five games they've given up in the first you know five goals five goals four goals four goals not that they've given up they've been involved in games where there's been five and four goals and in, in each match so you know the over whatever it is would be interesting Brighton here I'm, I'm on a little something different um I think Brighton has shown they've got you know four wins out of five matches they've scored three at least three goals in four of them um the one loss coming uh at home against was that a I was at home against West Ham United, where it was 3-1 West Ham. I think yeah. Brighton had like 85% possession. West Ham just put a clinic on attacking. Okay. And uh, Jared Bowen with some really, really tasty finishes. Um, but all that said, like, I don't think that Bournemouth might put up a fight, but nothing extraordinary. I don't think that they'll come away with a point here. So I'm going for – I actually never – I haven't made this bet on the podcast before, but I just think that Brighton – are too strong and uh, it's a halftime full-time bet. So we're betting on both the end of the half and the end of the full-time. I'm taking Brighton to win the first half and Brighton to win the second half. So a little, you're getting minus minus one fifteen. So there is a little bit of risk there involved if Brighton are up three nil and then they don't score in the second half. But I, I feel pretty strongly that, there should be, you know, another strong showing from Brighton, even despite playing on Thursday and then going into the uh, this game Sunday, if I'm correct. So, um, yeah, should should be uh, an interesting match. But yeah, I'm I'm all over Brighton this one minus 115. There's a couple other ones out there that I thought about, but uh, just tough tough to say. I think the over over was three and a half to get plus odds, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So you really got to go for it, even though yes, Brighton have been involved in. A, in Every single game has been over three and a half,
1: but uh yeah, that's what I'm on. Yeah, I like it. I went back, looked at all these games. I'll, I'll read off when they actually scored their first goal in every game. So 36th minute against Lutontown, 15th minute against Wolverhampton, 27th minute against Newcastle, 20th minute against Manchester United. I excluded the West Ham game because they lost, so that one doesn't matter, but you know, under that basis, okay, they score in the first half, they're winning in the first half, and then eventually they're going to win the whole game. So, you're getting about even odds on that, minus 115. So, I like that one a bit. Um, it's basically, I think West Ham kind of put the, kind of showed some teams how you actually play against Brighton. You sit back a little bit, and then you try to, you try to get Brighton uh, on the counter kind of a thing. I'm not sure Bournemouth can do that. I'm not sure Bournemouth can pull a West Ham in this spot and actually do that. They don't have Jefferson Lerman anymore and they're kind of missing that defensive midfielder who, you know, just this constant guy that's going to, you know, m- make fouls and, and cause some problems for the <laughs> opponent. And I don't think they really have that. And still not, I mean, their, their defense is, is whatever. Uh, they added what they got Kirk and, and Aaron's in there. I think Tavernier is, this is a pretty big spot for him, but I think on the, on the Brighton side, just, but just with this lineup overall, I mean, as you said, they're not, I think they've allowed a goal at least in their last, each of their last seven matches, maybe in all competitions, something like that. Every goal or every match this season as well. I mean, just no Caicedo, no McAllister. I still think they're kind of figuring some things out. You know, Jean-Paul Van heck has been starting the last few games. I'm not sure. Louis Dunk, the report came out this morning that he wasn't fully healthy. So I think you got those questions in there. And that's kind of one of the reasons why, you know, they're making some mistakes and allowing goals. I think that happened early in into tenure with him as well. But so instead of, you know, over three and a half, I'm just going, you know, this could be a 2-1 result, but I'm getting a few more bucks back. I'm getting plus odds at least on this bet. So both teams to score, no draw at plus 110. So basically every other Brighton match this season, uh, pretty simple, 2-1, 3-1, 4-1, whatever uh plus one ten. you know, as I, as I give this bet out, I wonder if I should just look at Brighton. I don't know, both teams to score Brighton to win and over one and a half goals. I wonder if I'd actually get better odds than that because I'm not, I'm not actually picking. I'm not, I don't think Bournemouth can actually win this game. So maybe taking just this both teams to score, no draw isn't the best route, but uh, you know, it's what I wrote down here. So, so we'll take it.
2: Like a Brighton money line over one and a half type of deal. Yeah. That's minus 210. Uh, You you can get Brighton winning over two and a half at minus 145. So I think you're probably getting better. Both teams have scored no draw. Um, At plus 110, rather.
1: Yeah, I guess it's about
2: the same odds here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Brighton, Brighton winning over two and a half is minus one forty-five. So if you're, I mean, arguably you're trying to get the two-one there with Brighton.
1: Oh, because and you're getting
2: better odds. No, no team. Both teams score. No draws. You're getting plus odds rather than minus
1: one. Yeah, Brighton. Brighton money line and yes, on both teams to score is plus one fifteen. And I guess you could take that. That would be plus oh five better. That's depending how much you bet. Could be a couple cents extra in your bank account, but maybe that's the bet. But Whatever we'll just say, whatever, and uh, this will be my but then bet. you don't have to pick a
2: money line. But here, you know, you, yeah, you, maybe Bournemouth for the option, maybe Bournemouth somehow, maybe
1: Bournemouth is going to win. You never know, yeah. you never yeah. know. All right, Chris says halftime, full time, uh, for Brighton. That means Brighton will win in the ha- at halftime and they'll be winning at full time. That's minus 115. I got both teams to score, no draw at plus 110. The big game we're talking about here, we got the North London Derby, we got Arsenal. Our home against Tottenham. Tottenham, we all know that they're not playing midweek here. They have no midweek games. They have nothing to worry about. Arsenal, they played on Wednesday and they won 4 0 against PSV. And Martinelli's still gonna be out. And that's the main one there. Otherwise, I'm, there's again there's no well, I guess Perisic actually tours ACL in training this week. Yeah, Granity wasn't a regular starter, but um that is the big one that's happening with them. So Uh, No massive changes overall. We could see Nketiah or it could see Jesus starting up front. Jesus started on Wednesday. We have Arsenal minus 145 to win. Tottenham are plus 350. Draw is plus 340. And then we're getting over two and a half goals is minus 190. So you got to go over three and a half goals is plus 130. Under two and a half is plus 155. Under three and a half is pl- minus one sixty-five, so it's kind of in this uh, the uh, what three implied goal total, so it's kind of in that range where the odds on the over unders aren't aren't the best if you're thinking a certain way here. So, what do you think? Is there going to be goals in the in this game here? Arsenal starting David Raya the last two matches, coming off coming off uh, at least one clean sheet. Who who did Arsenal play the prior week? Was that the Everton match? Coming off back-to-back clean sheets, uh, David Raya then. So uh, what do you think, yeah. goals here?
2: I would suspect goals. Um Yeah, I mean, Everton – it was what? Everton and – I mean, they just beat, beat the doors off PSV yesterday in the Champions League too. They were absolutely clinical. Um it's, it's kind of funny. Martinelli, you know, I got a couple thoughts on this, but Martinelli, great player. Trossard comes in and looks just as good. You know, like yeah, I think he scored yesterday. Really nice finish. Did he score the winner against Arsenal too? Tro, uh, yeah, tro sard Got that over
1: yeah. Everton,
2: yeah. Yeah, against Everton. So, I mean, back-to-back, like, there's not a step down here is what I'm trying to say, for, even if Martinelli's, off, like, not in the starting 11 or not even on the bench. Um, they've got players. This this is this is interesting. Another part of this, too, is, like, Arsenal fans are absolutely vibing right now. This, this is, like, the first time in – however, you know, since, what, 20, 2014 or 15 or whatever. It last Was it 2016 last time they were in the Champions League? And I feel like, you know, the Arsenal community, the fr- like the friends that I have, like they, they've been down bad for so long. And now they're just like coming out of their, their caves and like, yeah, we're, you know, we're good again, which they are. Um, but North London Derby, man, it's, it's always tough. And, you know, I look back at some of the historical matches here and it's the last time Tottenham won away against Arsenal was 2010. So it's been, you know, over a decade at least in the Premier League. They won in the League Cup in the Premier League. The last time they won was 2010, I believe. So it's been it's been pretty tough for them to win, win games. But I'm on. And then you even look at some of the other results, like whether they played at a, played at Tottenham or at Arsenal. The home team is typically winning this, or it's a draw. It's tough for the away team to get a result. So for me. I'm going um, Arsenal or tie. So this is double chance. So they could, they could win this or they could tie this. And under three and a half goals, it's minus 130. Um, I kind of looked everywhere for a bet that that where I could take. Um, the, the obvious one that popped out to me right away was the d- Tottenham double chance. I think it was minus 115 where they can win or tie. But I was like, I just don't. I, it, it would be tough for them. So I'm, I'm going Arsenal, win or tie, under three and a half goals. My biggest concern is that under three and a half goals.
1: That would be my concern as well. Uh, under three and a half goals, we have seen we have seen some of these Arsenal matches go pretty high scoring. Get uh, even, you know that Manchester United match. Uh, I'm going with the same bet here. Both teams have score, no draw, plus one ten. And I mean, unlike the other one, I do think Tottenham are in play to steal three points. We saw in that Manchester United match where it was like. Manchester United were very close to taking points in that one. Var called a couple things back and then Arsenal got those late goals and kind of sealed it. But I'm, you know, they did get the 4 0 win. I'm still, I'm still not there completely with Arsenal. They're playing well. They're overall, they're playing well. They're getting opportunities and dominating possession. I mean, that's what they did last season. I still, I'm still not there with them consistently scoring you know, Tottenham aren't PSV Tottenham also did not play midweek. So that has to go, that's going a little bit here. I I would be, I will say I am on Arsenal. I think I, if there was a side to pick, I would be on Arsenal. Uh, It just, I think I said this last season, but it just, it's just in my mind, the, uh, the Amazon show on Arsenal when it kind of turned around Mikel Arteta's uh, tenure at Arsenal, I think one of his first big wins was that whole match against Tottenham. Well, they won it three one. I think it was back 2021 just that episode, how much he put into this North London Derby. And I think it's just going to be a similar situation here. They've scored, what, they've won three of the last four matches by at least two goals. So I think a lot's going in there. But I do think, you know, Tottenham are playing well enough that this is a spot where they can score as well. So I think both teams are going to score. And similar to that Manchester United game, you know, while I'm leaning Arsenal, I do think both teams – could also get that winner as well. So both teams to score, no draw, plus one ten, and then Chris's single game parlay, Arsenal double chance with under three and a half goals is minus one thirty. So we need we need a two one result for both these to hit. Yeah, Are you going Arsenal for that two one result?
2: Yeah, I mean definitely. I, I just looked it up. Tottenham have won twice at Arsenal in the last thirty years. <laughs> so. I mean, well, in the Premier League, I guess there was one other League Cup match that was about five years ago where they they won in the League Cup. But twice twice in the Premier League in 30 years, that's a pretty big sample size. I guess in that sense, uh, if you are on the Arsenal
1: side, you could do, instead of this both teams score no draw, you could do Arsenal money line. Yes, on both teams to score, that's plus 160. So if you are on... If you are on <laughs> Arsenal, that would be the play. We're just gonna we're just gonna comment about Leeds United. So I was just uh just laughing
2: a little bit there. But yeah, we we've got a Kois in the comment from Miles <laughs> Mora and then uh Arthur Bushby. Leeds United, you know, good championship team on a on the Prem pod. But you know, we love it. Yeah, for
1: everyone watching here, make sure you subscribe to RotoWar Soccer on YouTube. We are I don't know, eight subscribers away from 1,000 total. So tell all your friends, send our link to your friends. We're getting up to 1,000 subscribers in the next week. Also, obviously, give a thumbs up to this video. But we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We got a team parlay. The team parlay is uh, we're 5-0. and We're up $5,000 on our team parlay. So you better – you got to stick around for this team parlay, Chris. So – you, you want you want to talk manchester city you're going bread and butter out oh, i are just do. going manchester yeah. city here home against I Nottingham do. forest here we go what do you got
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
2: I, I, the only thing I got from Adam was the odds number, so I knew how far I could go on mine. Um, so I, we could make this work for plus two hundred. Parlay has been struggling a little bit, but uh, you know, it only takes it only takes one to get hot and one to stay hot. So, uh, you know, when I when I need a good bet, where do I go? None other than Manchester City. Something to hit. You know, so I actually I looked all over Man City last season. This this same fixture they played Nottingham Forest at home, they won this one six nil, an absolute <laughs> drubbing. They actually, they actually drew um, at Nottingham Forest, but I, I'm looking at at what they did at the Etihad last year, and they won it six nil. I'm thinking three nil should be easy enough for them this 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 year too. And uh, for me, I'm gonna go. Uh, what do I? Have? I think I have Man City. It was minus two and a half. So they have to win by three goals. And it was, what was it, minus 115 plus 115 yep, plus 115 plus 115 here. So you're expecting, you know, if you're an FPL player, I might even mess around and triple captain Holland this week. I feel like he's he could net a few in this one. I, I don't I have, to, I have to double check what he did in this in this previous fixture, but um, I think he got a hat trick. Yeah. He had three goals within. 38 minutes they were up four goal they were up three at halftime and then i scored another three goals in the second half so i'm all i'm all over man city in this one i don't think they'll have a single problem with Nottingham forest maybe forest scores a late one as a consolation but other than that i think it might be four nil. you don't
1: think nil. that you know last august this was the first month of the season first month of promotion for Nottingham forest you don't think they're better you're not worried about uh Callum hudson uh Ibrahim Sangare,
2: all these new signings. You aren't worried about these guys? Maybe CHO, yeah, but like, dude, I'm no, I'm, I'm not worried about it. City are going to smoke them. It's going to be, I, I would assume, bloodbath. And if it's not, you know, the rest of the Premier League rejoices. Are so, you worried that Bernardo Silva is injured? There. I mean, they're going to put, they got Gokpo in there, Silva's probably out, Holland, Julian, Julian Alvarez, like, who stacked. did you say Gakpo? Oh sorry, Do- Doku. I did say Gak. <laughs> I got that my my A's and my K's mixed up there. But yeah. You're, you're just Jeremy watching Liverpool, so that's why. I know I yeah. the highlights are on in the background too, but uh yeah. I think I think this is easily like three three four one territory.
1: All right, there we go. I could have went corners here, but I, I didn't want to mess around with that. And so I'm going with a different game corners actually. I am messing around with it. Uh, we got Sheffield United are at home against Newcastle. Newcastle just, uh, you know, they battled the point on Tuesday at AC Milan. I be- I actually didn't look at the final numbers, but I'm pretty sure they allowed like ten corners. Uh, they probably should have allowed a goal. Nick Pope probably had six or seven or eight saves or something like that. But I got over ten and a half corners. Both these teams allow corners. Uh, Newcastle hasn't been as good at getting corners this season, which might be a slight worry here. But I do think the way that Sheffield United play, they're they're going to sit back, they're going to try and get Newcastle on the counter a little bit. I, I think that means that it's going to be Newcastle in the attacking third a bunch. Um, but just the way that Newcastle been playing this season, it, they're they're, they're kind of missing something. It feels like they're kind of missing just like some cohesion, and they're they're allowing. I don't know, more opportunities, I guess I'll say, to opponents. And I think Sheffield United have shown some fight in some of these matches. So I think Sheffield United will come out with three, four corners. And I think Newcastle, I think their over under is six and a half, I want to say. Uh, and I think they're going to finish around that six, seven mark. So uh, we're just going over 10 and a half corners. And hopefully, hopefully Newcastle don't score early. Um, if they don't score early, I think that's just going to mean Newcastle are in the attacking third. of this match, and that's going to lead to 10-plus corners possibly for Newcastle by themselves. So uh, as long as that happens, and I think that's what's going to happen here. So I also like the under in this one if you're looking for something else. But Sheffield United, Newcastle over 10.5 corners, minus 105. Chris has Manchester City, minus 2.5 against – I put the wrong team name in there, but they're against Nottingham Force, plus 115. And then you get plus 319 odds on that one. Chris, uh, what do you think about the Sheffield United Newcastle match? Newcastle, I wouldn't say they've looked great this season. Then you got Sheffield United, they've added Archer, they've added McAtee. I guess they've added half their team really. Uh Vinicius, uh, Hammer, their entire midfield here is new. Uh what do you think about this matchup?
2: I've been hammering away on the fact that you know, Newcastle's not used to playing midweek matches. Like they just they traveled to Milan on on uh was that yesterday yeah. on Wednesday? They came away Tuesday. with a good, good Tuesday came away came away with a really good result I mean 0 zero zero away to Milan it's good for I would say any team but yeah this is going to be a good test of, of uh what they're capable of now like squad size how can how do they recover and yeah it should be interesting I mean they they have struggled to start the season uh at least in the in the Premier League they're sitting what at, at 12th right now so on six points they did win their most recent match but this is going to be a good test I mean she- Sheffield you got to go and beat sheffield united when you when you're facing them if you're going to be a top side so i am i will say 41 quarters total between newcastle and sheffield united this season so that's both teams yeah that's
1: that's mid-range i don't think it's it's really enough that's 10 per minute that's less than 10 per match for him yeah eight per match so, for him
2: yeah but yeah i mean good should be interesting but huge slate of matches this weekend hopefully the parlay bounces back we have been uh not doing as hot as we how, as we have in the past. Um, would love to get a win this weekend.
1: We'll get there. Yeah, that Newcastle and for all these teams, uh, I do think that there's going to be maybe they won't rotate this weekend, but I think there will be a rotation in cup play next week. The question with Newcastle is they actually play Manchester City next Wednesday in the cup, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe they rotate against Sheffield United a little more. It depends how much they care about the cup, really. I mean, they have they have guys who can start. I mean, Target already started. Lewis Hall is another guy who just hasn't hasn't played for him yet. Jamal Deshels is, is a midfielder. Elliot Anderson started last match for him. I guess I guess they're rotating Isak and Wilson up front. Al Marone hasn't started the last couple. Harvey Barnes, I don't think he's even gotten a start this season. So maybe they rotate some this one. Maybe it's maybe it's against Manchester City. We'll see what happens there, but. I think it's it's the same case for pretty much the majority of these teams who are playing. We're playing next Tuesday and Wednesday in cup play. So I think more of the rotation will come next week, but no guarantees. Yeah. We got a cheat sheet up here, rotowire.com/slash soccer trial. 48-hour trials cheat sheet. This one I have the FPL cheat sheet up as usual. As you can see here, the implied goal total on that Manchester City match is 3.27. But as we talked about earlier. 3.46 on this Brighton Bournemouth match. Uh so we got three pretty decent size favorites there. And then Newcastle actually their implied goal total is 2.04. So uh maybe not eh. I guess that those numbers are kind of maybe going against Sheffield United. It seems kind of high actually with how they're playing, but any other matches stand out to you Chris over this uh big smoke and birds weekend we'll call it.
2: The Smoking and birds weekend is going to be Awesome. Uh, I mean, Sunday morning, 6 a.m. You've got three like pretty awesome matchups. Chelsea, Aston Villa. Well, 6 a.m. Pacific, I should say. Um, You got Chelsea, Aston Villa. You've got Liverpool, West Ham. West Ham's about to kick off here in the Europa League. And then, of course, the big one, North London Derby. That one's going to be spicy. Both, I mean, shout out. I mean, Tottenham has been just a fun team to watch lately. Of course, they don't have to worry about, you know, playing at the midweek and then like coming into the, you know. One of their biggest matches of the season, so that's a huge benefit for them. That we, we didn't really mention that. Well, Arsenal back in Champions League got the good vibes. Um, that one's going to be on the big screen, and Liverpool is going to be an afterthought. Uh, you know, on the little screen for me. So, Whoa. Yeah, I mean, gotta watch, gotta watch the entertainment when you can, especially yeah. when you know when inevitably, um, you know, West Ham Stam- scoring in the, the first minute. fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I'm like. Like freaking out, and I'm, you know, might shut the screen until halftime. But
1: I'm uh, putting together a bet: West Ham first goal, Liverpool money line. Uh, not the worst yeah. idea. I feel like Both that's ha- that score. that's Both happened. What the last last few matches for Liverpool? It just happened yeah. today against Lask. So. Yeah, it's just an interesting schedule in the Premier League. we got the three early matches Saturday, four early matches Sunday. So a couple interesting slates here that we don't usually get. But I guess the reintroduction of UEFA play and then followed by cup play kind of has, you know, all these games on Saturday, Sunday at these specific times. So uh, it kind of goes into it. But Chris... You can find him at chr 8 on X. I am at Roto you can Follow Roto Wire Soccer at Roto Wire Soccer as well. Thank you for watching this. as As I already said, make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel at Roto Wire Soccer. Early Holland minus three hundred score. That is down from minus five hundred on Tuesday. Should be uh you going with a brace here, Holland brace? Gets nine
2: Get the, get the FPL triple captain going, maybe. There you go. There
1: you go. 75% chance to score. Pretty high. Pretty high, in think, Premier League. All right, Chris, yeah. thank you for this. Thank you for everyone for watching. Good luck on your bets. Let's win some money.
2: Thanks, Adam.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working...